right, all 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 right. Welcome to the Stock Stories Podcast. My name is Alex Mason, and I am your host and stock storyteller. This is the show where we decode the business behind the stock, and we're studying the entire S&P 500 as well as mental models. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I am excited to be here and just grateful that you're here with me and here on this journey with Stock Stories. Last week, we talked about FMC Corporation, Food Machinery Corporation. I hope you enjoyed that episode, digging into that S&P 500 company. And prior to that, we had a lot of stuff going on on the show. We had an episode on Chipotle, which is a company I've been wanting to study for the longest time, and I finally did it. And man, that's that's such an interesting company. Like in the restaurant food space, they're definitely one of the most impressive publicly traded companies that I've seen. And yeah, their stock price has reflected that over the years. They've just gone up and up. And just a quick aside on that note, I remember first studying Chipotle from the mindset of an investor all the way back in probably 2014, 2015. It was around the time of the E. coli scare. And I remember looking at the stock price crashing and just wishing I could buy the stock. <laughs> but the thing was with where my family was at with our goals and where we were at financially, it just wasn't prudent to invest money in the stock market. We had other pressing short-term and medium-term goals that we were focused on and we ended up achieving those goals, but we didn't invest in that stock when it was down at, I remember it was in the 300s and the 400s per share. Now it's well over $1,800 per share And you know what? Let that be a lesson, though. It's okay if you miss one. (laughs) It's okay if you miss a lot of stocks. I do wish I had become a Chipotle shareholder many years ago, but you know what? It's all right. You know, you'll you'll get them next time. (laughs) That's kind of one of the interesting things about investing is that by its very nature, you're going to miss opportunities. You're going to miss Amazon when it's a young company during the dot-com crash. You're going to miss Apple when it's introducing the iPhone. You're going to miss Chipotle when there's an E. coli scare and the stock price plummets, even though the underlying business is very, very strong. So I know that you may have missed some stocks of your own, but don't be discouraged. Know that All it takes is really a couple of big winners to make your entire investing career. And this is a concept I'll be talking about in future episodes, but portfolio management is really its own skill set in addition to stock selection. I know on this show, we really focus on the individual businesses and hence that kind of falls within stock selection. But portfolio management, this is once you've actually constructed your portfolio, how do you figure out how to buy and sell? How do you manage the weightings of your different components across industries, across risk profiles? These are different things that you want to think about. So for example, you wouldn't 
necessarily just want to load up all of your portfolio on tech stocks, for example. I mean, obviously your portfolio will reflect your personality and your specific investing style. But if you own, let's say, 20 to 40 tech companies in your portfolio, that could be great, but you wouldn't necessarily be diversified because you'd be all in a single sector of the economy. And so as investors, we want to think about those kinds of things and correlated risk. But anyway, I'm kind of <laughs> kind of rambling here. I apologize, kind of going in a different direction with this episode. But let's get to the main contents of this week's episode. I'm not going over a mental model today, and I'm not doing a company stock story today, if you haven't already noticed. I titled this episode Stock Stories Sabbatical because I want to tell you that I'm taking a break. And... Oh man, it's it's actually really hard for me to say that because I'm not really the kind of guy who's used to taking breaks. I <laughs> historically just kind of work really hard on whatever I'm working on and I just go all in forever until I burn out. <laughs> and I do not want that to be the case for this show. I don't want that to be the case, which is why I'm taking a break. If you listen to the episode I released, the bonus episode on a Friday, a couple of Fridays ago, it was an episode called We Did It, We Did It, and How You Can Too. And it was definitely such a joyous episode for me to record. I, I mean, I'm just so grateful that I had the chance to share such awesome news with you. If you haven't already listened to it, definitely, definitely check it out. But in a nutshell, I announced that my wife and I have become financially independent. And what that means is that our portfolio has grown to the point where if neither of us wanted to work for a living, we don't have to. And there's a tremendous amount of peace and power and flexibility in that that I'm really grateful for. And I've been keeping that information private for a long time, actually, but I felt like it was the right time to share it with you, not just to talk about myself and my own life, but to inspire you wherever you're at in your investing journey, that it is possible. It is possible to invest to the point where your investments are really taking care of you and you get to have greater decision-making power in your life as far as whether or not you want to take a certain job or switch careers or stay home with your family or whatever it is. Maybe you want to travel the world. It's, it's totally up to you, but financial freedom gives you that power. And I'm just very grateful to have discovered that so early in life and executed on it so early in life. And I really hope that I'm able to help you wherever you're at in your journey. So I had an episode talking about that. And after I recorded and published that episode, it's been kind of a whirlwind last couple of weeks for my family. We went to Austin, Texas. We went to the FinCon conference, which was a great experience. And I just met so many cool people, so many new faces and saw some old friendly faces too, which was, is always great when you see friendly faces that you haven't seen in a long time. And 
especially this being the first conference that I've been to since COVID started, it was just nice to be at an in-person event. And (laughs) it was really interesting. And I won't get into all the experiences that happened there, but it really got me thinking about everything and, and just kind of announcing that we were financially independent and talking to people and hearing stories and experiences and sharing with others. And that plus the week after that, we traveled again elsewhere in Texas for a family event, which was a lot of fun, saw a lot of people, did a lot of road tripping and driving across the country these past couple of weeks. So needless to say, like there's just been a lot going on personally. And yeah, I mean, we just moved across the country to Houston, Texas too from Chicago. So there's just been a ton going on thinking about just life and moving into this next chapter. And stock stories is definitely a part of that. And so what I'm getting at is I really want to take some time to think about what financial independence means for me personally. (laughs) And I know that may sound maybe kind of silly, but it's it's almost hard to describe until you get here. It's like sometimes you can focus so much on a goal, just reaching the goal because maybe you're a driven person and you can see the benefits of reaching that goal. But then when you, once you actually have the goal, once you've actually achieved it, you have to kind of step back and ask yourself like, oh, what, what do I do now? <laughs> and it's definitely a great place to, to be in, but I am trying to figure out exactly hmm, how to thoughtfully use my time and energy in the best possible way and in this new phase of my life. And if you've ever been at a spot in your life like that, then you definitely understand what I'm talking about, that sometimes the seasons change and you have to figure out where things fit in in this new season. So that's what I'm doing here with Stock Stories. I'm taking a break. I'm taking a sabbatical. So there won't be new episodes probably for a few weeks. And I definitely want to emphasize that I am coming back and I will have new material for you. It's just that the cadence of the show may be a little bit different because I want to make sure that I'm able to still provide you with awesome stock stories and continue on this journey of studying the S&P 500, continue on this journey of studying mental models in a way that's sustainable and that fits into my life. And, you know, speaking of evolving the show, I really want to take it to yet another level. I've always wanted to improve the show, improve its content, and not just do that, but improve its reach. And to be frank with you, in 2021, I'm recording this in October 2021. I mean, this year, I've tried a lot of things to improve the show's reach. And honestly, I haven't been doing a great job. (laughs) And so I want to get better at that. That's a skill set that I definitely need to work on. I feel like with the content of the show itself, it's definitely evolved. And I'm sure that you've heard that over the past several weeks in general, but I need to get better at helping the show reach more people because 
in order to make this show a self-sustaining entity, that is a necessity. And so if you want to help me with that, definitely share the show with other investors, family and friends, people who you feel like would benefit from these stock stories and mental models. So thank you to those of you who have already shared the show and helped contribute to its growth. I really appreciate that. But just know that I'm going to be working really hard behind the scenes to really step back and figure out what the strategic priorities are for the show and where I'm going to take it. And that brings me to my next point, which is I don't want to do this alone. I really need some help understanding what your needs are as an investor, understanding how I can help you better and serve you better, not just with these episodes, but with more. And I've been thinking for a long time about having some sort of additional educational content that complements the Stock Stories podcast. I've been trying to figure out how to do it, what to do, what to create, because over the years, I've had many of you from time to time reach out to me and say, hey, Alex, do you have any book recommendations? Hey, Alex, it would be great if you talked about how to read an annual report or how do you analyze a company you know, from a different perspective, not just looking at case studies. These are things that I've either heard from you directly or I've heard implicitly based on questions that you've asked me or things that you've said and and messages and emails. And so I want to make sure that I actually am serving you in that way and not just necessarily doing what I want to do here on the show, but finding better ways to serve you. So that being said, I'm going to be creating some kind of I don't even know what to really call it. I guess additional educational content for investors. I don't know what form that's going to take. And that's really kind of where I need your help. And so what I'd like to do is if you want to help shape the future of stock stories when it comes to content for you, investors, let me know. Apply to help me, basically. And you can do that by emailing me at alex at stockstoriespodcast.com. And the way I've decided to do this is I'm going to choose five people. That's it. I'm not going to accept more than five people because I really want to be able to use my bandwidth wisely to have meaningful conversations with you. But if you're out there listening and you want to help shape the future of the show with additional content, I really could use your feedback. And so email me at alex at stockstoriespodcast.com, letting me know your thoughts, letting me know about your background, what kinds of things you have in your mind as far as ideas for how to improve the show and also create additional educational content. Because I really want to build a small core team of listeners who want to become better investors who are really passionate and who can help me serve a broader audience really of investors to to find success with their portfolios with their investments with achieving financial independence for themselves so you can apply by emailing me again at alex at stockstoriespodcast.com and again i'm just accepting five people in this 
kind of inner circle, I'll call it, of listeners. And I'm just really excited to figure out what's next. And I want to hear your thoughts as far as how I move forward with stock stories and also creating additional educational content that's really valuable because I have a ton of ideas myself that (laughs) I haven't shared publicly on the show, but I have a ton of ideas and I just want to make sure that I'm doing something that's truly valuable and not just doing a bunch of things that don't matter. (laughs) And I really want to avoid that. So I could use your feedback and Again, email me at alex at stockstoriespodcast.com. So thank you in advance for that. So that's what I've got for you in today's episode. Stock stories will definitely live on. We're almost at 200 episodes, but know that for the next few weeks, I won't be releasing new episodes. I'll be stepping back. I will be thinking a lot. I will be reflecting. I'll be planning and I'll be reading your emails and talking with you. Uh, about the future of the show. So again, please reach out to me and we'll go from there. But thank you so much for joining me on this journey. So far, we've done a lot. We've studied so many companies. Oh my gosh, like (laughs) just thinking, wow, like we've really studied 20% of the S&P 500. Like, wow, like that's pretty cool. (laughs) So I hope you've enjoyed the show. And yeah, this is not goodbye. This is until next time. Have a good day.